Welcome back to the Relentless Pursuit Podcast. I am your host, Austin Tucker. This is part two of Discipline Leads to Self-Mastery. Last episode, we covered the mind. Today, we're going to get into the body and the spirit. If you have not listened to episode one, please stop here, go back, listen to that, and then uh, come back on or jump back into the second episode. So I'm going to lead this into this thing with some scripture. First Corinthians chapter six, verses 19. Don't you realize that your body is the temple of the Holy Spirit? who lives in you and was given to you by God. You do not belong to yourself. So starting with the body, how are we stewarding it? Right? How are we managing the gift that God gave us? Because if we don't, then he can't use us the way he wants to. So what's the strategy for being here? What's our strategy to take care of our bodies so we can fight from the front lines and advance God's kingdom and take territory the way he wants us to? If you guys know me, uh, you probably know health and fitness is a is a huge part of who I am. Always played sports growing up, played a little soccer in college, got a natural bodybuilding, did a couple of shows, had some overall wins, ultimately got a pro card. So, I, you know, I've done the extreme training, the two days, the three days, the strict diets to get down to crazy low body fat percentages. And I want to preface with that because so many people get wrapped up thinking you have to do all these crazy extreme things don't have to do any of that. You know, if you want to, that's great. Definitely not needed. But we absolutely need to do our part when it comes to our bodies and taking responsibility, knowing that our body is a temple we should treat it like such. You know, our bodies are a gift. And you know, when we get gifts, we show appreciation. And I want to put it like this. Uh, my wife is a she's a gift. She's beautiful. She's smart, funny. You know, she feeds me and our boys. But if I come home from work, ate dinner that Megan prepared and said, you know, hey, babe, thankful for all you do. I'm going to go uh, kick my feet up, lay on the couch, rest of the night. Watch what did I really just do? Even though I thanked her, that doesn't actually show my appreciation. But if I come in the house, we eat dinner, the family, then I clean up after dinner, take the boys outside to play, wear them out come inside, give them a bath, clean them up, get them ready for bed. So she has time to, to kick back, relax, and decompress a little bit. That actually shows my appreciation for her. So we need to be doing that same thing in our walk with God. Our bodies are a gift, so we need to honor and truly show our appreciation by fueling our bodies well and exercising. You know, when it comes to nutrition, I'm not saying you can't have, you know, donuts, cupcakes, cookies, and hit a drive through every once in a while because, you know, I love those things. But, you know, all that stuff's rare in my diet. You know, our house, we shoot for, I would say, 85, 90% of the time. You know, we're eating home-cooked meals. We're prepping food at the beginning of the week. So, you know, we're not caught off guard hitting Mickey D's and Taco Bell drive throughs and snacks at QT when things get hectic. But, you know, this is a tactical way to discipline yourself in this area. Plan your meals out ahead of time for the week. Prior to grocery shopping. Absolute worst thing you can do is show up at the grocery store with no plan to empty stomach. But if you have a plan for meals, it makes it so much easier to not make a quick decision to hit a drive through 
or pick up snacks at a gas station. You know, and the next really big thing when it comes to nutrition is in fueling our bodies is water intake. It's so, so important. It, and, and if we, honestly, if we drink enough water, it's going to help curb our appetite and, and cravings, making things a lot easier to stay out of that, those fast food drive throughs and resisting sweet treats. So drinking water, I mean, there's tons of, you know, obviously benefits from that, but I'm not going to get into all that. I just want to give some tactical ways. It just makes it really, really easy to start to, to steward our bodies well. Um, and then when it comes to exercise, you know, this can be something that's super overwhelming for people. And I saw it all the time when I was personal training. If you need help, like to in any, really either of these areas, exercise and nutrition, you know, we need to get into macros and all that stuff. Like we can go deeper and, and dive into that. Um, feel free to reach out, hit me up, uh, jump in my DMs, whatever. Um, I'm going to leave all my my contact again in the show notes. Uh, but don't hesitate to reach out. I'd love to help you in this area. But, you know, keep it simple and consistent and, and progress it from there. So, you know, one thing that's super simple when it comes to exercise, and this changed the game for me, and I would say um, I'm definitely an, an advanced lifter um, um, or advanced in, in exercise, but I started working in gratitude walks. John Gordon talks about this. Any Any person can do this. Right? Any level can do this. Any level of fitness. John Gordon talks about this. He's actually the the author of Energy Bus. He's written a bunch of other books, but that's probably his most well-known. Um, so I actually set a goal every week for these gratitude walks um, to hit five miles a week. And during that time, I'm super intentional. I'm focused on thanking God for an able body and all the blessings he's bestowed upon my life. Like, I can't take for granted the gift that I've been given. You know, one person that's just been a, a massive inspiration um, in my life, she was actually a personal training client of mine some years back uh, when I was still personal training, but she had cerebral palsy. And um, she would take her electric wheelchair or drive her electric wheelchair to, to our sessions. Like, she'd get on her, she would take it to the bus stop, get on the bus and take it to her sessions. Like, she was going all in. She gave it all that she had. I mean, that's 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 taking action. That's showing up. We have to take action, guys. We have to do everything we possibly can, and 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 that's in our control, right? We we have to take action. So we can't be laying on the couch watching Netflix and eating cookies and bonbons, praying for diabetes to go away, right? Like we have to be stepping up and doing everything that we absolutely can. We've got to do our part for God. Proverbs 13.4 says this, and this is the New Living Translation. Lazy people want much, but get little. But those who work hard will prosper. So it's hard work to take care of our bodies. But all I know is I want to be used. I want God to use my vessel. So who am I to not show up as the best version of myself, giving my absolute best effort? I'm missing the mark at that point if I don't. And, And don't hear what I'm not saying. I'm not saying you have to be a bodybuilder or like some ultra marathon runner or crossfitter. But you've got to do your part. Take action. Like I said, keep it simple. Game plan. Prep your food for the week. When I was personal training, I saw some clients drop 10, 20 pounds like that when they implemented this stuff. And on top of that, make sure you get in those, those daily gratitude walks and it'll change you mentally, physically, and spiritually. And that leads us into the spirit. So. When we're talking mind, body, and spirit, spirit is our connection. 
our, our relationship with God, Father, Son, Holy Spirit. And when Jesus died on the cross, the Father sent an advocate that is one and the same to live within us, which is the Holy Spirit. And I'm actually going to read this whole passage. This is John 14, uh, 16 through 27. It's, it's just so good. And I will ask the Father and he will give you another advocate to help you and be with you forever. The spirit of truth, the world cannot accept him because it neither sees him nor knows him, but you know him for he lives with you and will be in you. I will not leave you as orphans. I will come to you before long. The world will not see me anymore, but you will see me because I live. You also will live. On that day, you will realize that I am in my Father, and you are in me, and I am in you. Whoever has my commands and keeps them is the one who loves me. The one who loves me will be loved by my Father, and I too will love them and show myself to them. Then Judas said, But Lord, why do you intend to show yourself to us and not to the world? Jesus replied, Anyone who loves me will obey my teaching. My father will love them and we will come to them and make our home with them. Anyone who does not love me will not obey my teaching. These words you hear are not my own. They belong to the father who sent me. All this I have spoken while still with you. But the advocate, the Holy Spirit, whom the father will send in my name, will teach you all things. And will remind you of everything I have said to you. Peace I leave with you. My peace I give you. I do not give to you as the world gives. Do not let your hearts be troubled. And do not be afraid. I love this passage because it's so encouraging to know that we're never left alone. God is always with us. He loves us. He cares for us. And wants a relationship with us. So. When I stepped into salvation and accepted Christ as my Savior, that was part one. That was all cool. did that a long time ago. But once I got baptized about a year and a half ago, and I fully committed to God and accepted Him as the Lord over my life and truly stepped into the relationship with Him, my life drastically changed for the better. It's, it's all about relationship. Forget the religion part. It's all about relationship. That's what God wants. And I'm not saying that, you know, after I, I got baptized, my life was perfect, right? Or I'm perfect because I'm so far from it. But now I can rest knowing that as long as I do my part, disciplining myself, taking care of my body, getting into and studying the word, obeying his teaching, controlling all the things I can control and relentlessly pursuing my best self for God, he's going to do the rest. All we have to do is show up. And sometimes when we don't feel like showing up, you know, that's when we, we truly laid at his feet, right? We exchange our weakness for his strength. You know, our relationship with God, it, it can't be a one-way street. You know, we must honor him with the gifts he's given us. Obey his word and actively pursue him. And again, I, I want to give some practical ways to go deeper and just truly experience a relationship with God. And number one, this one was super, super hard for me because I love gangster rap, country music, trap music. I love all of that. But I couldn't be talking about having hoes in different area codes when I'm a husband and a father asking God to bless my family. I got to make it make sense. 
So for a full year, I'm going to go ahead and challenge you guys for a full year. Anytime you have the ability to control the music being played when it's just you, make it worship music and watch your spirit and your relationship with God just change for the better. And, and I'm not saying that, you know, you hear something other than worship music, you run. Like I go to the gym every day and, and I hear that type of music that I used to just love and crave listening to, but no longer affects my spirit. And that's what it was doing. It's affecting my spirit. It was, it was messing with me emotionally. But what I am saying is like, when you're in your car by yourself, only listen to worship. And number two, alone time with God. Schedule at least three times a week. It could be five minutes. Absolute silence. And allow the Holy Spirit to speak to you. And I think a lot of people overthink this one, but or may overthink this one. Um, God just wants to do life with you. Anything you're struggling with, addiction, finances, relationship with a spouse, family member, friend, co-worker, lay it at his feet. Tell God what you're going through. Yeah, I mean, he already knows anyway, right? But uh, this is going to allow you to just give him control. And I promise he will give you answers. And, and he's just going to resolve different situations that you just bring to him. Issues that you bring to him. Proverbs 3, verses 5 through 6. Trust in the Lord with all your heart and do not lean on your own understanding. All your ways, submit to him, and he will make your paths straight. And that wraps up Discipline Leads to Self-Mastery. Um, if we can discipline ourselves in these three areas, God's going to bless us because we're honoring him and we're showing him the appreciation that he deserves the gifts he's given us. And uh, I'm going to go ahead and, and, and close this thing out with some prayer because I just feel like that's what God wants me to do. So, uh, dear Heavenly Father, thank you for another great day. Thank you for blessing each and every one of the listeners of this podcast. Pray that you give them wisdom, give them strength, give them focus, courage, boldness to, to fight for your kingdom and contend for the faith. I just pray that, God, you would build them up and you would do all that you would have in their life and through them so they can become all that you would uh, want them to be, Lord. I just pray that, God, you would do something new in their life. In Jesus' mighty name, amen. Thank you guys so much for listening. Uh, wherever you consume the content, please like, subscribe. If you got something out of this, please share it with someone that's close to you, that you love, you care for, that could benefit from it. And uh, we'll see you on the next one.